Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Will You Accept This Rose, a production of iHeartRadio. Oh, yeah. Gonna get all up in you tonight. It feels so good. I just got one little question for the girl. Will you accept this rose? Oh, will you accept this rose into your world? Oh, will you accept this rose into your world? Oh my God, and welcome to Will You Accept This Rose? Listen to your heart edition. My name is Arda Marine, coming to you from my bougie garage in Silver Lake. A little housekeeping up top for those of you blessed souls who've been going on the love journey with us from 2014 Juan Pablo season. Here's the deal, guys. Since nobody's driving anywhere and you can only listen to so many podcasts a week, we are going to stay current right now and do Listen to Your Heart as it airs. And we're going to be releasing these episodes as they air this week. And then we'll... As soon as Listen to Your Heart is done, we will jump right back where we left off with Juan Pablo, which has turned out to be a spectacular season. For those of you who are not listening along, it's actually been a really fascinating blast from the 2014 past to get to know our upcoming bachelorette that ABC cannot seem to get men to apply to date. Oh, God. So many dates, so many ads that ran. Also, um, well, oh, you guys, keep thank you so much to everybody who's been sending in receipts for my pre-order for my book, Little Miss Little Compton. I'm going to be doing a drawing next week. I made a quarantine Easter bonnet last week that I'm going to pull a name and send to somebody. I'm not saying I'm leaving my house to mail it anytime soon because I'm terrified of germs, but at some point... You will be receiving an Easter bonnet that you can wear to a spring gala. You could wear it to a, a garden party, a 4th of July quarantine fiesta. I don't know, a Cinco de Mayo party. It's up to you how you like to wear your hat wear. All right, with me today 
is a man who's really nailing the quarantine, a man who rinses himself off every day. You might know him from as God on Supernatural, which has its final two episodes coming up right now of season 15. You might know him from Bosch on Amazon. You might know him as Bachelor of the Year 2017, 18, 19, 20. Will he find love? Ladies and gentlemen, your friend, my friend, Robbie Benedicto. Hey, everybody. Hi. Rob, your uh, beard is looking great. Do you trim it? I trimmed it once at the beginning of uh, the uh, the quarantine, mm-hmm. and now it's coming back out full and gray, as gray as it needs to be. Oh, this is so... I want you to know that this is this is a part... There's a, we're only missing Jerry and Padgett, and you are all the last people I saw before the... the, before the, the Doors got sealed. On and, the and you know, it, it all happened so quickly. I mean, I remember walking into your place and you were, you know, covered up in a muumuu and <laughs> yeah. I could only see your eyes. And, yeah. um, and I remember thinking, really, are we doing this? Is this, this is happening? And literally the next day, that's what everybody was doing. Like, jokes Oh, on. I knew. I've been waiting. I've been, I, I have a little prepper inside of me that's just been waiting, waiting for a pandemic to just yeah. prove all of my madness inside. Yeah. You had just come back from signing all these things in Vegas, which felt which was crazy. I mean, the we the fact crazy. that we did that, that we that we went through with that. I mean, again, and it was a no touch convention. And I remember going, "Are we really? Are we doing this? Is that?" And then three days later, it's like I can't even believe we had that convention. I could tell you that Katie and Anna, I did say to them, "Do we need to kick Rob out because he just did a convention?" And they were like, "You're crazy!" And uh, thank there you, you go. ladies, You're, for staying. Yeah. Um, um, but uh, yeah. I, I want to clarify that, that we have two more episodes of the show to do, but we were unable to do them. So we need a to supernatural. So we, supernatural. we basically put a pause on, on production of that show and until whenever that gets to happen again. So we have to finish, but yeah. uh, just don't know when that's going to happen. It's so crazy. Yeah. Speaking of so crazy, I'm not sure what band he's in front of right now. I'm Rush. Not, oh, that's Rush. Rush. I'm so sorry. He was a Ramon a moment ago, but now he's a member of Rush. Ladies and gentlemen, you know him from our podcast. You know him from falling in like a real team love with Rob, falling in a team love with Padgett and Jerry. And then he's been breaking down. If you're not on Patreon listening to our Love is Blind podcast that are up almost every week uh, with Anna and myself and his lady love. And if you're not listening to the Brando cast where he breaks down albums with people like myself or Rob Benedict, Padgett Brewster, all of your favorites, Jerry Trainer, you are missing out. Ladies and gentlemen, Brendan Smith. Yeah. Is it happy hour yet? Sure. It yeah. sure is. I feel like I should have a cocktail. I think you should. I just I was telling you guys before this, I accidentally just had my second ever edible. Didn't oh. realize it was an edible. <laughs> I, I had a good time. I had a good time. I slept really well. Good. Good. Um, Brendan, we've been having fun breaking down the Love is Blind podcast or the, uh, the episodes of that TV show. It has taken the world by storm. Yeah. I will admit that I'm following some of them on Instagram. Me too. It has pulled me in. And I can say this without ruining anything, I believe. Yeah. uh, Cameron and Lauren may be getting their own show. Oh, well, I want to say I love them. And if you've already, if you're already like Arden, I want to watch more. I'm having a really hard time. We highly recommend the Australia episodes. Right, Anna? 
Which uh, yes, which yes. which couple is getting their own show? Which co- I saw I Cameron, watched it, but it, Cameron Cameron and Lauren, the greatest the greatest couple ever. It was the uh, nerdy scientist gentleman and the beautiful lady whose dad was a uh, Papa Papa Steele, who is uh, suspect of Cameron. The African American lady and the yes. tall white. Uh, got it. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. Awesome, awesome. The black yeah. lady and the white guy. Got yeah. it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh yeah, man, yeah, that yeah, guy yeah. is so dorky, but I love them. He's dorky, but he's but he's found CrossFit, and he's got like that CrossFit build. Oh, wow. that's good. Yes, I was like, I, I, my friend Andy Fleming is obsessed with the program, and he tells me that gay gentlemen, according to him, he says gay guys love Cameron. According whoa. to Andy, yeah. Whoa, whoa. I was like, what? Huh? Chasing Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> um, has anybody here cut their own hair? Hair watch. Anybody cut their own hair yet? Um, I did not, but that was a mistake because I had to snake my bathroom sink because <laughs> I, there's too much of my long hair down it. And that was disgusting. Okay. Uh, Anna, I, Katie, have you cut your own hair? Have you dyed your own hair? No, I'm not doing anything to my hair. I've decided, I like, I don't care if I go, like, I got my hair highlighted, um, a couple months ago in a way where like if my when my grays grow in they'll just be kind of camouflaged and I don't have to care about them because I don't care about them and so I'm very thankful I did that because I've had some grays coming in I just don't give a fuck I'm leaving it and I'll just wear my hair up because I am very picky about who cuts my hair I only go to one guy because he knows how to cut curly hair really good so I'm not doing anything I'm I'm Rob my lady friend cut the back of my hair because that that my hair goes, just goes it looks out. good. I, I do feel like I'm gonna have to cut Anthony's hair, and that's going to be the most terrifying thing I ever do. So I'm not looking forward to that. Maybe clippers. People get clippers. I, I think. I, I don't know. I've also not cut or dyed my hair. The only good news. It's getting a little. I'm turning into roller roller rink like disco look. It's the uh, all skates at the disco. Um, my ginger is coming in. And I can't believe it. My mom, when she died, took my neck with her, but she didn't. I don't have any gray hair. I don't have any gray hair. That's good. Yeah, I'll take it. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. It's the your best garage, thing. your garage is working very well as a zoo background too. I really oh. like. Oh, well, it's if, like you're in a fun little box there. Oh my god, that's fun. Well, if I have to do a book tour from my from my house, maybe this will be the room that I zoom from. Maybe this will be like. If I can weasel my way, like, hey, Seth Meyers, is this my background? (laughs) (laughs) That's it? I mean, they haven't said yes or anything. That's like my shooting off. That's my reaching for the stars. All right, everybody, here we go. Listen to your heart. We're in a wet driveway. They tried to trick us and make us think it was the same bachelor mansion as the one that's in Calabasas. But quickly, there was too many fire pits and too many bedrooms for this to be the same mansion. Where is it? It's got to like, be towards Malibu. I think Mal- those cliffs felt those like cliffs, Malibu. Those cliffs, I'm actually going to go out on a limb because those cliffs were a little bit wrong because I know that terrain pretty goddamn well. Yeah. It, I think they're like out in like Simi Valley That's somewhere. That's what I thought. Sim- of, right? I thought yeah. off of the 118. I recognized uh-huh. those rocks and it looked like yep. the 118, but there's one part of Malibu that has rocks like that, but... I think that's out by the 118 because it was just too big and you could see like a freeway at one point. You know yeah, what? It actually looks to me like Palm Springs. Like it's uh, Yeah. Well, Malibu, oh, it, Malibu would be too expensive probably. They probably Simi Valley makes sense. 
Okay. Yeah, because there's a couple. I know there's a couple. There's a couple. How like when I wrote on the show, my boys, we used a similar estate out in Simi Valley uh, to shoot like a desert resort location. Right. And and I because it was bothering me because we we've never seen that exposed rock wall behind the the mansion. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good tell. Well, so he Chris Harrison comes out looking actually pretty fresh and good, and he says. You all loved A Star is Born. Well, they fell in love through the music. And will the magic of that, a shared love of music, lead to love? I have the following to point out. A Star is Born, when she got success, he took a donut and wiped it down her face. And then he was so addicted to drugs that he, spoiler alert, hangs himself. Like, is this really the love story for the ages that you want? Oh. Brent, Rob, what did you think of that? I don't think it was a romantic movie. It's a, I, it's a sad tale. I have to preface by saying I came into this thinking I'm not going to like it because yeah. I never liked the contestants of The Bachelor. They're there with their guitar. Jed. Up in their songs. As a, as, a, as a musician, I'm like extra just like, it's cringy to me. Yeah. So I came in like, okay, what's going on here? What is this? So... That being said, yeah, that analogy makes absolutely no sense. Is that, are you telling me that some guy is going to get more famous than the girl, that he's going to bring the girl up, but she's going to get more famous than him, and then he's going to kill himself? No, that's not at all. It's a bad analogy. Bad analogy. Um, I have to say, by the end of it, I can't wait for the next one. It's so fun. Also, it's such a disaster. My yeah. favorite text that I got was from Katie Levine last night, who said, I think ABC created COVID, just to, COVID-19, just to make all of us watch. <laughs> A Star is Born, or whatever this is, uh, Listen to Your Heart. Uh, even Jerry Trainer, who would not watch it, of course, was watching it and texting us. Probably jealous that he's not in on the podcast. <laughs> um, Brendan, what did you think? Did you like it? I, okay, I'm going to be brief. I loved Please. it. Yes. The music is going to kill me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, as you know, as I sit here before you guys on Zoom, with my Rush background, <laughs> yeah. the genre of music that these young people are playing yeah. is nails on a chalkboard for uh, me. It is the fifth plane of hell and Satan is torturing me <laughs> with pop country and really sugary, sugary, sweet songs about bullshit. And, and, and so there's one, there's one contestant and I'll talk about her later, that I'm pinning my hopes on. I'm hoping that she will bring the rock because bringing the rock is always important to me. But otherwise, I'm going to go crazy. I do love everyone because everyone's a little nerdier than your regular bachelor, bachelorette cast, which I like a lot. Arden, you know this. Rob, you know this. Katie, Anna, you know this. We always ask the question, can that person be on Paradise? Can that person, you know what I mean? And there's a couple of them that I think could pass on those shows, but I like it because it's a different mix of people. Yeah. But they're going to drive me fucking crazy with their music. Well, it's Jed, it's Jed, it's Jed with the dog food jingle. And that, <laughs> that Jed and his like better bowl, you better have your better bowl. That's how, look, it is impressive when somebody can pull a guitar out and sing a little bit. That's but right, but I want them to pull the guitar out, and I want them to play all of Rush's Twenty One Twelve or Van Halen One from start to finish, or Appetite for Destruction by Guns N' Roses. Just one fucking song. It's not okay. going to happen, I and I'm going to die. Look, I am not a John Mayer. I'm not like like I am not fucking creaming my pants for John Mayer. <laughs> like that is not Anna, Katie. Overall, did you enjoy it? 
Yes. I, it, I, I think I texted to you, texted you guys last night that it's like the perfect amount of unbearable but then like hard to look away yeah <laughs> i love that every dude wishes he was jackson maine and a star is born they all have that jacket they all drive a beat-up ford pickup it's, like, <laughs> it's so aesthetic like they all have their acoustic guitar ready to go in any point i love it i think the singing is great which is like a big selling point for me because then every once in a while we get to hear a nice song and then i'm like okay Sure, yeah. fall in love or don't. At least I'm being entertained. Katie? I, I found it to be a bit brutal. Uh, just because, like, everybody was just so... Like, the guys were just wearing so many rings. And it was just like... <laughs> <laughs> they're, like and their pants were all just too tight. And they had stupid fucking boots on. But they were good <laughs> at singing. And I think it'll be entertaining. It's definitely going to keep me entertained during the quarantine. I was not excited to watch this. And I think because I've had... I feel like the way I've been getting through the quarantine is almost like... I don't have a fever, but it's like I have a low-grade fever. Like, I just treat it like I'm a bear in hibernation. I've kind of just, my will to live is like, it's like, I'm my, if I'm doing a good job is I never see sky for 18 days in a row. You know, so your, your whole body just kind of slows to a crawl a little bit. And I felt like this jolted me back to like, like back of like, Arden, remember who you are. Like, and the fact that this was a present day program that it actually woke me up and was like, Come on, girl. Like, let's do this. So here we go. Okay. Brendan, you get the final thought before we get started because you had something to say. I, I was just going to say, I know that Sheridan smells like patchouli because I could smell it through the TV. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have 20 singles. Um, we meet, and it's always hard at the beginning of a show because it's a quick, quick snippets, but we meet Brandon Mills. He's 34. He's a sniper. He is a Marine who is deployed and he wrote music. Fascinating to start with a sniper. He had a nice voice. He was kind of hot. I'm curious to see what the ladies think when they find out that he was a pro sniper. <laughs> Rob. <laughs> What did you think of that? I thought he was a really bad person to start with. I really, yeah. <laughs> again, I came in it going like, I don't know if I'm going to like this. And then honestly, I almost turned it off. I really, you got to start with like, they should have started with one of the other dudes. But by the end of it, there were a couple other dudes that really were yeah. worth watching. It was but, odd call to start with the sniper, Brendan. No. I was going to say, it, having seen the entire show, he's the kind of guy that gets eliminated on The Bachelorette in like week two or three. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You, you see him once or twice. He tries to make out with the Bachelorette. He doesn't go anywhere. He gets eliminated pretty quickly. That's, what, that's like my take guy, on him. He's like the guy that's the third wheel right now to uh, Kelly and Peter who are quarantining together. And then they're with <laughs> Dustin. He's the Dustin. You know, he's like kind of making it safe that Kelly and Peter are together because you've got the sniper there. <laughs> okay. So here we go. Then we meet Bree. Free. She's 28 from Provo, Utah. She was engaged. We meet Sheridan. He's a 27-year-old Austin gentleman who with his car named Sheila. His Subaru, his one true love, he put 12,000 miles on it. I thought, that's not that many miles. 
12,000 miles, Katie, you have you actually visibly just shuddered. Katie, I saw you. No, I, I thought 12,000, I had the same thought. And Anthony was like, we're here and he's like, 12,000 miles is not a lot of miles. Like that's like yeah. a normal year for most people. Yeah, 12,000 miles. I, I, like, so you went to the mall and back 15 times? Like, <laughs> I don't know. You went to Target? I don't know. Just like, Anna, what do you think? Um... I mean, I, I, this guy is so stereotypically, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I like I, that he drives a Subaru. It's a good car. But other than that, I was like, no, he, he bought his look at Urban Outfitters. Yeah. It was like, okay, rocker Urban Outfitters. I'm going to grow the hair. I'm going to get the flat hat that I could wear to Coachella. And then yeah. it's like Instagram friendly. That's been around now for like six years. Like that big flat. Oh, oh it's very, it's very YouTube Joshua tree. Yeah, he's he's trying to pull off a, a, a very odd look yeah. where you don't know if he's country. You don't know if he's rock. And I say those 12,000 miles came from driving from Austin to Burning Man a couple times. <laughs> that probably counts. So then we meet yeah. um, we meet Becca. She's 25 and she's doing vocal warm ups. Uh, she's a musical theater nerd talking to herself in the mirror. You deserve love to be thrust upon you, Rob. Uh, no, I'm just at this point. I'm just confused. <laughs> I'm confused. I'm still confused of where the show's going. What's happening? Yeah, uh, yeah. The guy, the bearded guy from Austin, really threw me. Sheridan, because Sheridan. yeah, because when you're dressed like that, you don't talk about that's how you dress. You know yeah, what I mean? you can't talk about it. No, and he talk talked about, about being from Austin a lot. You know, from Austin, I'm from Austin. I have a hat. You know, that's you know. I'm, I bet he doesn't keep Austin weird bumper sticker on. <laughs> totally, totally. totally. Then we meet Gabe. He's 28. He was flipping a tire. He has a faith in God as a Christian. He was super hot. And I thought, do you like ladies? Totally. I thought the same thing. I thought the yeah. same thing to the whole, the whole show. I'm like, why, not have a, why not have some guys in there to date guys? Like, why not? Who cares? But that's yeah. not what this is. Then we have Savannah, the bad girl. She's a yoga instructor. She's 25 from Nashville, hoping to find that one special relationship I mean, she's hot. She would go to paradise. She would, she would make it far. A hundred percent. And she tends bar at every bar on the west side of Los Angeles, for sure. Oh, <laughs> and she had the perfect beachy blowout, the perfect – she really – as, as much as Sheridan nailed the rocker look, she nailed yoga instructor, bartender, singer, songwriter in Nashville. Like, and a girl who will hit you in the face – with a broken ashtray, if you dare cross her. <laughs> and she's the, she's, the, she's the not there to make friends kind of a girl, nope. you know? Mm-mm. She's the, I don't care if I'm a bitch. Mm-hmm. Side note, we've been doing Juan Pablo season, which has been fascinating so far, because we're almost done, and so far he's actually not been bad. And I, I've never watched this season. I don't know why everybody hates him yet, but re-watching it. But it's interesting. Jerry Trainer has been doing it with us, and he he likes and doesn't get mad at the I'm not here to make friends girls. He does it. He goes, why do they need to make friends? Which is a fascinating angle. Yeah, Anna? but oh, Rob, Rob. I was just going. By the way, uh, wait till the very end. Wait till okay. the after the final rose. Okay, okay, okay. There's it's coming. He's about to be horrible. Uh, you okay. just you kind of get the the picture. Of, yeah, you don't see it have- on camera. Trevor from Thousand Oaks, he's got a golden retriever. He was on American Idol and he was a construction worker. Now, there's been some controversy about him. Uh, he, there was a video that Reality Steve posted 
which shows him he's like i'm about to go out i'm gonna get so much pussy i'm like and again but he might have been he he might talking about this show um it was i think it was him it got sent to reality steve a few months ago so i think it was him about to hit the town but he could have been doing a bit like playing a gross guy but so people aren't sure if he's a total dog or an okay guy okay I don't um, like him. I, I don't like him off the bat. So I kind of felt like it was fake because he kept being like, I'm going to get pussy. And then he kept dabbing. Oh, and it yeah. was just like, it was a little too much that it felt like it maybe was fake. But I don't like him either. He seems shady. Yeah. yeah he seems shady. No. Um, so the first person into the house is Jamie. She's 21 with apple cheek blush, which I always wear and like myself. She's, to, she's in Nashville. And she goes out to the fire pits, and in comes a cute boy named Ryan, who's 28 years old, who works for like an ophthalmologist or something. And um, and they just hit it off like gangbusters. They're adorable. It was actually a very cute pairing, chatting, and he he reminded me of like a young Tom Everett Scott in that thing you do. <laughs> Yeah, he reminds me of uh, the guy in You, in the show You. Yeah, oh, Penn Bagley? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's cute, and he actually seems like, whereas I don't trust Trevor as far as I can throw him, Matt, or Ryan, he feels like, I'm sure after this airs, he'll turn into a nightmare, but like him walking into the mansion actually felt like a sweet kind of nerdy guy with a nice voice. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Brendan? Uh, I agree. I liked Ryan. Uh, he and he's definitely a little dorky. Yes, he likes, always, he likes his John Mayer. Yeah, he likes his John Mayer. So then but Matt I, walks in. I don't know who Matt was, but he goes. He goes. I've never seen this show, but uh, that guy. His name is Chris. I enjoyed this. Chris Helmsworth. Chris. Yeah. Hans, Chris Hansen. I kind of <laughs> like that guy. He's kind of funny. Which one was he? Oh yeah, I liked him too. I liked him too. He's kind of as a mohawk. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I think I like him. I think I like, we'll see if he's not a dick, but. Jamie goes, I don't want to deal with drama and then enter drama, the yoga teacher. And she goes, if I'm just looking for a pretty face, let me go talk to the people at my modeling agency. (laughs) (laughs) Brandon. I like Savannah because I know that she's going to be the bad girl of the show. Yeah, she's So I'm ready. I'm ready to like. If, if if you're a dude and you're at the bar and, and you hit on her while she's working, she's going to slug you with a Jack Daniels bottle. <laughs> um, and then we have Ryan and Jamie are chatting. She goes, tell me a good memory from childhood. He's like, well, I had seizures. And then I had brain surgery when I was six. And it was awesome. And she goes, wow, that's so great. He goes, yeah, I had a new lease on life. And she goes, I love that perspective. Anna, what did you think of that? Oh, you know how those gosh darn brain surgery people be all <laughs> sad and shit. I thought that was such a weird, it's like, you could have been like, so woe is me. And it's like, oh, uh, I'm sure he was for a split second, but then probably like, I feel like there's hundreds of emotions you feel when you are in a situation like that. I don't know. It was oh such God. a like bland over like she just was like such a general response like good for you for surviving that and not being a a bummer it was such a weird it was such a weird response of a fun memory from childhood to lead with brain surgery like how do you reply to that if you've just met somebody brendan 
But it's, it's also, it was a weird question that I felt was given to her by a producer because she was probably like, I don't know. I don't know. You know what I mean? They're like, uh, just, just try this. Uh, what's your fondest memory from childhood? Or what's your first memory? They knew, well, they also knew that he had the brain thing. They right. knew that. They knew it was from him. They want, clearly, like by, I think the producers really wanted them to be a couple. Yes. They yes. put her first and they put him first. And they, I think they wrote it in their brain and then she starts falling for Trevor and then the producer's like, okay, then we're going to send them to Capitol Rec, like, and this yeah. is his song and his octave and he sounds like John Mayer and like, okay, so now, and they're going to make that on the roof. Like they wanted that, ABC wanted that pair. Can, and can I say, can I give you my theory on this? Because this was my theory for the whole show. Yeah. Like if they're really doing their jobs, they kind of have to pair the people by genre, like who can actually perform well together. Rob, you would would you agree as a musician? Oh like, yeah, you just can't take like a Nirvana girl and yeah. Garth Brooks guy and yeah. shove them together and expect like something decent to happen. So, to Arden, to your point, I felt like if they did their due diligence and they looked into the kind of music that these kids can create, they had to have a leaderboard of matchups that they would hope would happen. Am I wrong about that? Right. No, no, no. I, I mean, it's, it, absolutely. It, it's this show's going to work. You've got to do that. And that's why I'm curious where it's going because it looks like it's going to turn into American Idol. It looks like, did you guys watch that show in excess? Like, yes, yes, I did. Yes, I did too. Rockstar rock in excess. Yes. I watched both seasons. It was great. Me too. Me too. Yep. And, and the way they filmed these concerts felt kind of like Rockstar with Dave Navarro. Yep. Yeah. And Carmen Electra, right? Like, it was yeah. so good. Yeah. yeah. But now we've got, like, Rita Wilson and JoJo. And Jason Mraz. And Jason Mraz. Um, so then um, we have uh, Rudy shows up. She's kind of fun. She's going to be fun entertaining TV. She goes, I feel like I'm in love all the time. I've dated all of L.A. She's 24. She's entertaining. She's kind of a fun mess. She would make great paradise TV. Like she probably, and like, who knows if she would stumble into a fun, weird relationship. Like she seems like a good time. She reminds me of Dana, of Dana and Julia. I said that to Julia as we were watching. She reminds me of Dana. She's yeah. a blast. She yeah, it's the same energy where you come into the room and you take it over and you yeah. scream and yell and you make people do shots. I didn't even think she was a musician. I felt like she sort of stumbled into the cast. Well, she was also authentic too. Like yeah, she felt yeah, like I liked she, her. She felt like a real girl who was kind of self-deprecating, who liked to party, and like yeah. you know, and it was fun. Rob, what's her name? Rudy. Rudy. Look her up. Um, so then, so then, and then Trevor walks in, and as soon as Trevor walks in, Jamie is like, like <laughs> uh, "I'm sorry, Ryan. I got to go talk to Trevor." And uh, it is so confusing. She does not know what to do. Um, Rudy starts talking to Matt. They're very cute together. And uh, he gives her his coat when she's cold outside. And um, somebody, I can't remember if it was Rudy. It was probably Jamie because she seems to be their lead. Like she seems to be number one on the call sheet. But Jamie goes, I don't want to deal with any drama Drama stars or douchebags, and then in walks Michael the douchebag, who's so annoying. Ugh, Michael he Todd. Starts, he starts singing his stupid song, and he's got Ugh. his dumb hair. 
Brendan, Michael Todd, give me a review. Could not wait. He he's worse than the Waboom guy. <laughs> I, I, I am me. Had I had I been a PA on that on that shoot, I would have wanted to light him on fire. He's your guy. He's your villain for this episode. I knew that he would be eliminated. You can't keep that guy around. It, it, oh, he drove me crazy every time he was on camera. Rob. Uh, it looks like uh, above everything else, he's, he's a complete total douchebag. looks like there's been, been some work done to his face, too. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> to me, he was like, I like your lips. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was I can a, see. Yeah, he's a mess. He's a mess. class douche. Oh, I see. Okay, wait. Katie was just really, she just sent us. I'm going to. Yeah, she sent okay, us the cast, so now I can look. Cast. Okay, that's it. I love it. Fun shirt. Real quick, it says about Michael Todd. His single "Hot Touch" has over a hundred thousand spins on Spotify. Oh God, damn it! Is that right? Since last night, probably. I know this is his bio on the thing I just sent you guys. Oh, like the, okay. The oh. Website. Of course, bios. of course, it's called. <laughs> of course, it's called "Hot Touch." What? A, by the way, looking at this, and I know I'm jumping ahead, but there was like Danny. Danny got a rose. He didn't say one thing. I don't think we even met Danny. No, there were a couple of people that we didn't really meet at all. Yeah. Uh, so. I look at Michael Todd looks like he could be like my agent, but then he got like a leather coat and like spiked his hair. Yeah. Like, I feel like he'd be like, yeah, I work in packaging at Innovative. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, he's so terrible. Oh, so, then, so then he starts talking to Savannah and he goes, I like your lips. And she's like, uh-huh. And he starts leaning in. And then she had to dodge the kiss, hour one. His move of I like your lips was just about the grossest. Anna, if somebody came at you with I like your lips, like Michael Todd, like how would you respond to that? Probably the same way uh, Savannah did, which is like, uh-huh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> okay, thank you. Okay, thank you. Well, uh-huh. that was absurd. It was and awful. then he and then he goes, uh, "Do you like mine?" Oh, that was his follow up. So he was so gross. The I lean mean, in, the lean in was was epic. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was an unbelievable lean in. Well, so then he fully he, expected to get kissed back. He yeah. did. He, he's such a psycho. He's <laughs> such wrong. a psycho. <laughs> so then Russell shows up in his leather jacket. I, I'm not even sure who Russell is. Russell was a PA. I guarantee you that they were short one person, and then they just gave a jacket to a PA and said, get in there. <laughs> you're absolutely right. Well, we'll cut you later tonight. Yeah, you're right. Russell's, you're right. So Russell's a PA. They didn't have a... God, you're right. They needed- He was 19 or 20 years yeah. old. Yeah. And he and looked then, enough yeah. to roll. But he did look like the one alternative music guy to me, too. Yeah, and, and him and Mel. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But I still I still contend he was PA. <laughs> Julia shows up. She's got a big smile, very cute. And then he comes in. And again, their analogies are off. Here comes Chris Harrison. He's like, well, are you guys ready to be the next James Taylor and Carly Simon or Beyonce and Jay-Z? It's like. She wrote allegedly like you're so vain about James to like and like Jay Z. She wrote Lemonade because he was cheating. Like there's like these are there's even though they're oh. power players, these yeah. are still like there's been rocky roads in some of these. But also Chris Harrison, James Taylor, and Carly Simon. That was literally seventy five years ago. Yeah, <laughs> I know like, James Taylor and Carly yeah, Simon, yeah. and then yeah. Jay Z and Beyonce. Like yeah, okay. those are how about like. How, 
those are the those are the two couples. That's the yeah. oddest two pairings yeah. of couples. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Okay. <laughs> so then he peels off. I don't think we see Chris Harrison again until the for the record gross. too. I don't. I got the feeling from him that he doesn't quite know what the show is either. <laughs> <laughs> I know he was like, "Do I get an extra paycheck for this? This isn't just like in my overall uh, deal." Right? Yeah, he does. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I also realized halfway through the show last night that this is the equivalent of the the International Olympics Bachelor that we had last year. Yes, this is Winter Games. The winter this is games. Winter Games. Yeah. This show. is fully Winter Games, and so far, now I was really excited about Winter Games because I love winter. I love snow. I love Vermont. I loved the look of the little like inn that they were in, and they had no Olympics in there. There was no actual sporting events i think this one will be more fun mm-hmm. let's here's hoping um before we continue i'm going to run and use the ladies room oh, i don't know about you but things are getting so hot in here i think i gotta take a pee break Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up... (laughs) You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Is she breathing right now? Yes, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, 
and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, look at what Rob just did. Who That's is for Brendan. Who are you in? What band are you in, Rob? The Replacements, man. That's that, dude. That's amazing. Well done. <laughs> I don't know how to do the backgrounds. Tommy. Uh, um, so now we learn the lay of the land. and e- So each week there's going to be dates. And right now there's eight women and 12 men. Four guys are going home. Um, so Sheridan steals Julia. And they actually had like a, ver- a real conversation. He said, what do you do besides music? And she says, I run my own nonprofit. I had cystic fibrosis. It's music therapy for children's hospital. And uh, cystic fibrosis is, you can die really. It's when the fluid goes into your lungs. And like, that's like the sheer fact that she's a singer is amazing. And like, like that's a scary, scary thing. She she was a bright, sparkly light. She kind of reminded me of a young Renee Zellweger and like uh, Jerry Maguire. She's so cute. Uh, I can see that. Brendan, what did you think? Did, what were you thinking about Julia? Well, I oddly he Sheridan actually sort of won me. I want I don't want to use the word won me, but he was more real. Like he was more real, and and that felt organic, and uh, I liked it. I liked that pairing. Me too. I she seems you- sweet. I know I looked at him and I thought, this is a, he, he's so self-conscious in his styling. Yeah. But then he was a very sweet guy. And he was also very insecure. Like he kept saying like, why would anybody want me? Look at all these good looking guys. Like, and I found him very, very charming. Yeah, I agree. He's, he's kind of a nerd in the best possible ways. He's kind of a nerdy guy. Um, Music so nerd. Then she got stolen away by the Marine, Brandon, and then she got a kiss from him really fast. Uh, what did you think of that, Rob? He kind of grosses me out a little bit. <laughs> uh, m- maybe it's just that he, you know, because of his past. I don't know, but I just don't trust him. Uh, wh- who, who tried to kiss and did not a- achieve it besides the guy with the, about the lips? Um, Rudy, Rudy tried to get a, uh, the, um, the guy who came in and didn't know who Chris Harrison was. Matt. 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 Matt, Matt. Right. Matt. Yes. Matt. Yeah. He tried to get a kiss and it didn't work. Uh, um, yes. So yes, they were, so Rudy and Matt go into the hot tub and, um, he's like, you want to hit the hot tub? And then, um, so they're all into it. And then meanwhile, the really gross guy, Michael Todd, is talking to somebody and tries to get her to go to the hot tub. And she like lied to him and was like, I need to go find the restroom. Like basically. Savannah. Savannah was like, I don't think it was Savannah. I think it was. I think it was Brie was like, I need to go. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're hundred percent. It was great. So then Rudy and Matt go in the hot tub and, but like they were really flirting and they really liked each other. And he was like, well, you can tell the chemistry from a kiss. And then she was like, like you could tell she liked him, but was like, not yet. Like I, I don't want to do it yet. And, but they felt like they were a pair. 
Brendan. Can I want to say this, that I did a little looking, um, you know, just at the, at the website where they have the cast, because I've had this up the whole time. Um, Matt's genre of music is neo-soul. Wait a minute. Because <laughs> they have their photos okay. Okay. on the main website, and then okay. underneath their age, it okay. lists oh. everyone's genre of music. Oh. There's more so, people. There's more people in their 30s, by the way, which is exciting. Absolutely, but uh, there's a lot of pop, 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 neo country pop, neo soul. Matt, I, I, I didn't read that at all. I don't know what that is. I don't Rob, know what, what Rob, neo soul is. Rob, okay. what is neo soul? <laughs> it's um, it's soul that's just more neo. <laughs> than <other>. <laughs> Great, it's Encino soul. He's from Encino, uh, I, and I there saw that too. So, away uh, the home of neo soul. <laughs> When yes. I think Neo-Soul, I think Encino, California. Yeah, the, 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 the 30 on 30 wine bar on Ventura and uh, Van Nuys. <laughs> oh, my God. So then, um, uh, so that's, he goes, do you, he was like, do you judge a person on how they kiss? Yes, I do. And then she was like, well, I'm not kissing you yet. Um, so then Jamie has been... Uh, meanwhile, talking to Trevor and Ryan, and she's having the best time. It's like her dream day. She's having the greatest time ever. So she asks um, Ryan what his dream date is, and he says, I'd like to go to Bora Bora for a week. Um, and then she's, he, she says, you are definitely one of my favorites. And then they kiss. Kiss in the hot tub. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Good action. Great. Good TV. Oh, no, was that Trevor? That was Trevor. That it was, was Trevor. Jamie yeah. Trevor. That mm-hmm. was Trevor. They kiss in the hot tub. They have good physical chemistry. You can see she likes kissing him. Um, and she's like, Trevor and I just have so much in common. Um, well, and then meanwhile, sweet Ryan is upstairs playing the piano. And Ryan actually seems like he has some musical talent. Can I say something on that note exactly? Yeah. Um, and I think I want to get Rob's take on this, too, as a musician. If I was producing the show, Brendan Smith, yeah, great. I would have actually had people playing stuff almost right off the bat. Do you know what I'm saying? If, like, if we're musicians, I would want to see what other people do first rather than talk to them around the hot tub or talk to them on the benches. Do you know what I mean? And, and that, that I liked Ryan playing, and I, I wish that more people had – started playing music earlier in the show than that. That's all I thought was. about this and I was wondering if it was a licensing issue unless it was somebody's own song. If it was a financial, like you can't have Well, I bet they all have their own. Yeah. Totally um, understood. Yeah. But with, I guarantee you that everyone had their own song and they had to sign away the rights to those songs to Mickey if they're going to perform them on the show. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But I, but you can just pick up a guitar and just start playing like Ryan was playing piano, which I thought I actually thought that was cool. I wanted to see more of what people were bringing to the table musically. That's my only point. Bob, what do you think? I agree. I think if if they did the sort of thing where they each had to play like a verse and a chorus of a song that they have, you know, right off the bat, almost make it more like American Idol. And yeah. then it's like American Idol that we go home with them and we see what happens at the hotel that night. Oh. That, you know what I mean? That might be more yes. interesting. Well, because yep. people get – talent is an aphrodisiac. So if it's somebody yes. you might not normally right. notice and exactly. then they kill it and you're like, and if, whoa. If, if the ugly guy is 
awesome yeah. at piano because yeah. half the rock stars out there are ugly dudes. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. But if, right. if, the, if the ugly guy's like the best singer and the best piano player in the house, all of a sudden he's like, whoa. I felt like when I saw Ryan, who's adorable, but I felt like when I saw him singing on the date, he got more interesting to me. Because I was like, oh, mm-hmm. baby boy can sing. He's got he, a great set of pipes. And that when he started singing, it really made him look like a character on a CW show. Oh, yeah, totally. God, yeah. They should cast him on Riverdale. Anna. <laughs> you. you, season four. You, season four. Anna, what do you think? <laughs> um, <laughs> they're all so funny. I like this show a lot. everyone is so they're like corny in the perfect way yet they're like great singers you're like okay like i i like katie was saying like everyone has their own thing where you're like okay that's a character i i was just looking at the cast page and i also think they're like genres are funny like one girl's like musical theater and some guy's like american folk pop and it's like what does any what does any of this mean yeah yeah, yeah, yeah i don't know i also do feel like you were saying you can't Brendan, you were saying you can't bring two different people who dif- or sing different genres and put them in a room. But, like, isn't the whole idea, like, if you're that great of a musician, you can adapt and work with it? Like, I thought it was cool to see Jamie and Ryan try and figure out that John Mayer song together because she's like, I don't sing, I sing country pop or whatever to her. Which country pop, I don't even know what that means. Um, country pop is top 40 country. I have a different thought about that. But we'll okay. So Ryan gets a date card and he, he picks Jamie and they go to Capitol Records and they go meet with a guy named Jane who produced the song Gravity. And I thought Ryan was so adorable. He goes, I feel like a schoolgirl. I mean, that's a great date. If you're a singer-songwriter and you get to go walk in and you're walking to the, the iconic rock and roll like dream stars born like the building and then if you are a real music fan and you know who these musicians are and these are the guys and the producer like that was a cool date and clearly they knew as as i did think they wanted them to fall in love this was probably his best song i my theory was for her i felt like she didn't know the song that well and was trying to be nice about, oh, trying to figure out our genres when maybe she wasn't as familiar with it. Rob, what do you think? I mean, I certainly, that I, I put that on her as well, because that's what I would have been like. I would have been like, I don't, I actually don't know this song. And then uh, the dude was like, hey, don't you love it in the second verse, the way he does that? And she's like, I, I, I would have been the same way. But I don't know if she did or not. She pulled it off in the end when they recorded it. She yeah. sounded good. Yeah. But you're right. It was it was so a, de- a date set up for him, right? It's like his favorite song, a song in his range. He knew the I, producer right away. He's like, oh my god, and the guitar. He seemed to know the musicians. I mean, I think ABC thinks he's cute as a button. He looks like he's eleven years old. America, young girls and older girls, all of them are going to have crushes on him. And he can. He's talented. He can play the guitar. He can play the piano. He's got a great voice. And I think they wanted her to like be like watching him sing just be like this is i i put a ring on it i'm gonna marry this guy mm-hmm. brendan yeah i agree and and going back to jamie's uh performance during that whole sort of set piece i felt like she was nervous too uh because I, it was yeah. go time and and being in the capitol studio yeah. with a real producer 
you know, any musician. With a song she might not know well. Like he might, he maybe auditioned with this song. This might be his song that he auditioned with. And that's going to put her in a weird spot too. So I I gave her a little bit of leeway there because that's a tough, that's a tough uh, performance to pull off right off the bat in the show. Anna. I, 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 yeah, I agree, but I think she nailed it. That's what I knew. I was yeah. like, she's good because she yeah. fucking nailed it. Coming in that nervous and being like, I don't know what's, I don't sing like this. And then I thought it was perfect. It was absolutely perfect. I was like, wow, this is a great song. Even though I don't, I maybe don't like really John Mayer. Yeah, I was like, I, I like, don't listen to John Mayer, but okay. Katie, Katie, what did you think? I loved it. Katie. I thought it was a great date. I thought he had a fantastic voice, but I think you're right. She didn't know the song or maybe she was nervous and couldn't remember it. I don't know why they didn't give her some headphones and be like, listen to the song. Um, yeah. That would have been they- nice. They but might it was, have. It was such like a perfect date for the two of them. And I thought she she really ended up doing a good job. And he is cute. He's like he's like a little Sean Mendes, you know. Yes. He look is alike. Sean he is he is exactly like Sean Mendes. And totally. I really I, I mean it's very clear the show likes him. And mm-hmm. he seems right. he seems like a nice guy. Like he mm-hmm. actually he doesn't seem like a guy. He seems like a real sweetie pie. I thought his I thought his little suit was cute. Like the opening, like I was like I I thought his lane of the highway. JJ Marine would have loved Ryan. Like that <laughs> her brag. My mom would have been all over Ryan. Um, oh, that makes me jealous. I know. Oh my god, it would make her so happy that you were jealous. <laughs> you being jealous is the best thing that's happened to JJ. Um, so then Matt. Oh my no, she would all. She loved Rob. She loved Rob. She wanted to date Rob. Okay. So then. Um, so then. Uh, but meanwhile, back at the ranch, um, so yes, we watch, we watch Jamie on the date. She goes, he makes me feel comfortable and safe. Like, he took care of me. He made sure, like, he really made, wanted to make her feel comfortable in the arranging. If you notice, at first, he had it where she would start singing, and then when they actually finally did it, he started. But, like, I felt as though he was really trying to protect her. Um, and then they, went, they go up to the roof at, like, sunset on the Capitol Records building, and they're kissing on the roof. I mean, ABC pulled out all stops. Like, I defy you to fall in love. Brendan. Yeah, I totally agree. That, that's exactly what they were going for. I mean, that was the couple that you were supposed to root for right off the bat. I know. But, but after all that, I mean, not to skip ahead, but after all that, she disses him at the end of the night. Yeah. Physics. She's 21. She's, She's 21. 21 and hotter, right. and Trevor's hotter than Ryan. Right. That's Ryan's too nice. You know, it's like people always pick like Ryan's too much of a sure thing. He's not flirting with any like. So then we have Brie and Chris. Um, She goes, which one is Brie? I can't even remember. The girl from Provo. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. They were cute. And she says, do you pinky promise that you'll sing me a song? Um. Uh, Trevor is jealous that uh, Jamie is on a date because he he knows that they're getting closer emotionally. And um, this is and, where I feel like Chris is maybe uh, gay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, yeah. there was so much that the pinky swear and the and then he but then he was like, yeah, I've, I've just always been so into my music. I really never thought about like you know dating. Yeah. <laughs> like this has always been something sort of in the way. Yeah, oftentimes people do music so they could get laid, you know? Right, right. (laughs) Yeah, I agree with you. There was a few times I was like, huh, huh. I've never had a a guy pinky promise something with me. No, 
not so much. But you know, and and I, you know, I, I, and like you said, I, how great would it have been if he was gay, and he hooks up with another guy? Like, let this be that bachelor. You know that what I mean? Be, I feel like it's time. Like that Could would be, be great. That would yeah. be great. Um. So then we have. Uh, so then, uh, what's his name? Gets a date card. Um. What's his name with the mohawk? <laughs> with the uh, Matt. Matt. Matt, this neo soul singer. Yes. Matt gets a date card, and he pulls from Rudy Encino. aside. And Matt, the neo, the neo uh, soul from Encino, and he pulls Rudy aside, and there's a very clear miscommunication that happened because he asks her, like, "What do you like to do on a date?" And she was like, um, "Basically, like, I would make us food or whatever." But like, it sounds like a generic, like, "What do you like to do on a date?" And what she, and then she was like, "Well, I would love to go on a date with you," and then um, he he picks Mel and she, Rudy becomes enraged because in her brain, he just asked her out. I didn't see him ask her out. I I saw like, what kind of a thing do you like to do on a date? Brendan, what did you see? Well, I think that Matt was probably a little stung from uh, not being able to make out with Rudy earlier. So, uh, you know, I thought that was fair to, uh, to choose Mel because Mel for me, is the most Silver Lake of all the contestants. So I have high hopes for her. She's a cutie pie. Rob. She's a cutie pie. And her genre of music is indie rock. Like she's our, 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 our hope, Brendan. She's yes. our one hope. <laughs> Thank she's, you, Rob. She's really cute. Anna, she kind of reminds me of Lori and Aaron and uh, 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 Jerry's girlfriend, Charlene, a little bit. She's like rock and roll Charlene, Mel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah she, she is. Yeah, she works at Forage on Sunset, and uh, you know she's she'll be at the Echo on Sunday uh, early on in the evening with her band. Yep. She's cute. Yeah. So they go to a backyard music concert where the plain white tees are playing. And I mean, they- to me, that was a hat on a hat. It's like yep. Yep. If you have a show about up and coming musicians. We don't need to do the up and coming musician thing. I know plain white tees have been around forever. They had like one hit wonder thing, but. Come on, we don't, not on this show. We don't need to do that on this show. No, we, we need to see another date. Like, well, maybe they couldn't afford another song. I think the music rights are so expensive, they probably couldn't afford another song. Although they paid for the Plain White Tea song. So why well, not? They, they, can, they can get around that if they want, because they just buy stuff outright. You know, they'll for, for on the cheap for some they're people. Not, they're not paying the contestants. Yeah, they're not paying the yeah, contestants. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. And they probably paid the, they had to pay for the Plain White Tea song. So why not just pick a song and have them go do a song? Sing it, We, yeah. we want to see people having chemistry through music, not through That's watching right. music. Yeah. Yep, 100%. Okay. So then um, um, somebody's crying in the backyard. Oh, Rudy's crying in the backyard going, what did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? It's like, well... You didn't make out with the guy. He, you know, and you didn't tell him the next, because she wanted to pull him aside and be like, hey, I like you. And like, kind of like, let him know. But she didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sheridan walks up while Julia is kissing bald Josh, but he still has confidence and he pulls her aside and uh, he wants to sing a song for her. Now, Brendan, to your point, when I see people singing the songs, it does remind me of Jed, and I think, oh, they're just here because they want to get their track out and get people to go on Spotify and listen to their song. Um, so, like, on the one hand, yes, it's nice to see what they do, and on the other hand, it feels a little insincere. 
what and then he wants her to help him finish the song she never got to sing and then they kissed what did you i was a little bit like i didn't love sheridan just performing for her well julia would have told you that i i was on the couch just cringing and covering my eyes and my ears because that music gets in inside of me and starts to tear me apart i i, I can't i i my ears start to bleed when i hear that kind of stuff so this show's going to be very difficult for me to wade through <laughs> Rob, Rob, what did you think? Yeah, that was really hard. It was it was hard. I, I couldn't help but think that he wrote it years earlier and he was pretending like he just wrote it for her that night. It just, it didn't, She, I was surprised at how into it she was. Yeah. Um, you know? Yeah. Uh, for me, when Trevor does it a little bit later in the episode, that's where I was like, I've had enough of it. Like Trevor plays one later. And I was like, I was tired. By that point, I'm tired. I feel like everyone was tired <laughs> from hearing yeah. their, you know, because at a certain point, we have a whole bunch of songwriters like, hear my song, hear, hear my song. Hear my, Wait, that's hear- the thing. That's the thing, Brendan. Like, if we have to hear everybody's song, then we have to hear everybody's freaking song. Well, I, I, I just want people to to jam or do something a little yeah. different because I, I can't hear the syrupy, when I look into your eyes. <laughs> You made me realize that I love those eyes. You know, it's just, just, it's just. I don't know. I don't know the size. I don't know where they learned how to play this fucking shit. We gave you the template. We gave you Led Zeppelin and Deep Purple and Black Sabbath, and you rejected it, people. God damn it. Yeah, I mean, we're we're talking too. We're talking about like just a verse and a chorus of something. I just I can't. I can't do this elongated, like, two verses before we even go into a chorus. And we're oh, just running. hey, hey, beautiful girl, walking by in the beautiful world. Yeah. You, you can't nope. run, nope. run those together. All right, we're going to take a break. Bone zone. Let's get in the bone zone, guys. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top 
of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back! Okay, so so he kisses her. We have Sheridan goes in for a kiss. Um, Mel, meanwhile, is outside talking to Gabe, tearing up using a pillow as a tissue, which I loved. Rob, <laughs> did you enjoy that? Uh, always love a good uh, pillow as a tissue. <laughs> uh, I, I do like Mel, though. I like Mel. I like uh, she's one of my she's one of my faves. Um, Rudy starts talking. So, meanwhile, Matt comes back. It feels like he didn't really have a ton of chemistry with Mel, and. Uh, he sees Rudy and he goes, wow, you look so good. She was like, I want to talk to you, dude. She's like, um, she goes, look, you said to me, I'm taking you on a date. And I'm thinking that felt like a lot. You know, I was just crying in the thing. He's like, don't cry, don't cry. And uh, there was a big miscommunication. I don't think he asked her out on a date. Uh, I think she's a little hammer time. Uh, I was a little bummed at how crazy she was about handling it because I felt like they still could have had a chance for chemistry, but she was so aggro about it. Brendan, what did you think about her confrontation? I, it was. It just felt like it felt like she was trying to play reality show drama. That's it. I mean, we're we're all here on the first day, people. Yeah. You know, and, but, the, but the producers need that because it it's it is the Bachelor franchise, so there has to be a little bit of drama right now. And it just wasn't, it was, the stakes were so low for me that I did not care. Right. I agree. Agree with that. Here's a question. Are, do you get the feeling that, I get the feeling that, that uh, many of these contestants are people who, who are auditioned to be on The Bachelor and happen to say that they're songwriters. Oh. And, and then maybe a couple of them, like the guy who didn't know who Chris Harrison was, just applied for this. But I feel like some oh. of them. Savannah, sort of, Savannah, and Trevor. Yeah, yeah. The the, the ones that I like that of, theory. Yeah, I like I that like theory. That. I like yeah. that theory. Because um, Julia's Julia's definitely a bachelor contestant. Savannah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Savannah for Jamie, sure. Jamie. Um, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Rudy Julia, for sure. Julia looks older than twenty seven. 
Yeah, no, we okay. said that. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I think Julia said 41. <laughs> yeah, like a really hot 41. A really yeah. hot 41. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then, um, so then he was like, so then meanwhile, he peels away and he goes, whoa, I just went 12 rounds with Mike Tyson. And now she's probably trashing, Rudy's trashing me to all the ladies. And she is. She's like, can you believe it? He asked me on a date, but then he took me on a date. Um, he's like, well, I'm not going to get a rose. And then um, the gross guy, Michael Todd, he's, uh, try, he starts talking to Rudy, and she starts twerking in her short romper. Anna, what did you think of that? Um, Michael Todd is <laughs> the funniest person to exist. And the fact that every five minutes he's like, oh, wait, let me sing you my jam. And then it's like, <laughs> okay. But I did feel she was kind of like uh, trying to get back at Matt a little by hanging out with Michael Todd, which is not the greatest thing to yeah. do because it's Michael Todd. I mean, if there's eight women and 12 guys too, you're in the pole position. There's a lot of other guys there. Just go talk to anyone, <laughs> literally anyone. Yeah. I thought Brendan's comparison to Waboom is very, very on point. Yeah. Really Good comparing. Um, so then Trevor pulls Jamie aside. He's like, look, man. And I think he's sort of a, he's a singer-songwriter. I've, I've compared to this guy before, but I'm going to do it again. He's singer-songwriter Brian Callen back in the day. Does he look like uh, Brian Callen? Sure, I can see that. I can um, see that. He pulls Jamie aside. He's like, I'm not here to add more pressure to you. And then she goes, she stutters and goes, I like, I like, I like. I feel very comfortable around you. And he's like, she goes, wow, I can't tell what you're thinking. You make me nervous. And then he goes, can I play you a song? Oh, God, no. It was just, it was just like, I just wrote down so many Jeds. There were so many Jeds. It was so many hours. <laughs> yeah. So many Jeds. Can we call this episode So Many Jeds, Anna? So Many Jeds, yeah. And just put 88 Jeds in there, yeah. like, in the, uh, you could put him in his stripper, his his Nashville stripper cowboy boot thing <laughs> with their guitars. It was just awful. And I felt like she was even bored with that song. Like, it wasn't a good were. song. It wasn't a good song. But then they kissed. She has chemistry with them. And then she just starts sobbing. She's hammer time. It's like six in the morning. She's in a red dress. She goes and talks to the other gal in the red dress. I'm confused. I don't trust myself at all. I've made a mistake before. I don't want to make the wrong decision, but I always do. Brendan. Snore. Don't, I don't like Trevor. So I, I, I don't like Trevor. I don't like the music. So this was, I think I got up and, and went and got some French onion dip and some potato chips and just stuffed my face for about four minutes. And then when Julia waved like, oh no, he's gone. I came right back. So then Chris Harrison comes out and he goes, all right, ladies, may I just, these words of advice, listen to your heart. <laughs> Rob. I just, I mean, this is the point where I was like, oh, he doesn't know what's going on here either. <laughs> I guarantee you, to your point, Rob, I guarantee you, he didn't have to do anything but just show up on set. Yeah. Yep. And he, he probably has some of the people that he enjoys writing the stuff for him. He just has to walk in, look at the yeah. thing, say a couple lines, go have a cocktail and get the fuck out of there. Yeah. yeah. No, no prep. Talk about James Taylor and Carly Simon and then <laughs> tell people to listen to their heart. It's yeah. 2020. You know, um, not since Captain and Tennille. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be like Georgie and Gracie. Um, um, so then Ryan goes, well, I put all my eggs in one basket. 
And so it's either going to be, I'm either going to, I'm either going home with Jamie or it's going to be nothing. And um, lo and behold, Dum Dum picks Trevor. I love being around Trevor. I, I just, and sweet Rudy picked Ryan. She said, who do I see myself falling for? And then uh, Michael Todd got cut. Um, were there any other pairings that were surprising to you? Well, it felt a little bit like the producers were like, well, you got to keep, you got to keep Ryan. And then, yeah. she, so she picked Ryan because that felt a little bit. 100%. Of, um, 100%. 100%. Uh, I was surprised. We're, we're bummed that we're not going to get to hear Russell with the leather jacket, the PA with the leather jacket. We're not going to get to hear him. <laughs> gone. Yeah. Just gone. And and I really hope that Michael Todd, as much as he's just the douchiest of douchebags, I hope that he shows up on, uh, on, on the beach. Oh, my God. Wouldn't that be – wouldn't that just be a present – Everybody, uh, hopefully he'll be playing at Ireland's 32 in the Valley when the uh, pandemic is over. Oh. <laughs> Jocks or Daily is in Culver City. We'll find him. Oh, <laughs> He's here God. in Los Angeles. You're we'll find him. You're absolutely right. You're yeah. absolutely right. I yeah. don't think it'll be very hard to find him. <laughs> no, uh-uh. <laughs> um, okay, so will you help us pick the Tweet of the Week? We have Tweets of the Week again, guys. Great. All right, let's see. Um... This is from our girl, Cheyenne Constant at Trixie Firecracker. So Jed slash Trevor is a possible cheater. My theory that is that Trevor is actually Jed stands. You can't get one over me. Pre-COVID, I stayed home watching hours of Lifetime and the ID channel. I know it's still an identity when I see one. She's convinced that Trevor is actually Jed. Yeah. Um, okay. 2.0 at Shelly 2.0. What did we do to deserve a love triangle between a girl and two guys who sang John Mayer covers? <laughs> <laughs> oh, was that second song a John Mayer cover? Oh, Shit. it was. Are you serious? So those were two John Mayer songs, Katie? Yeah, I forget what oh. song it was, but that was a John Mayer song. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. What? Because I thought that was funny. And I was wondering if maybe if they, like, Got a two for one deal from John. What did we do to deserve a love triangle? You guys are saying John Mayer covers. John um, Mayer's the only singer in the world. Oh my God. Sorry. Uh, Britt Paulson at Beer It. I wasn't expecting the hot ticket to be the 21 year old whose makeup look is cheek forward. <laughs> um, 3D underscore Dorito at Jeshall. They have the date bands for next season of The Bachelor all sorted out. This was a really smart way to cut the budget. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And Britt Paulson at Beer It. Poor Claire. She's going to be 50 by the time they find her someone. Quote, my mom. That's what her <laughs> mom said. Can we talk about all the ads for the Claire thing? Oh, my God, you guys. It just, to me, it... it First of all, the fact that they're, they're still like that. Because in my mind, I was like, wow, I'm watching this now. This is going on right now. They're going, yeah. please, somebody apply for this season. Jerry has never experienced Claire. And he's watching Juan Pablo with us. And he, this was her six years ago. So this was her, at her freshest, hates her. He oh. cannot. Wow. Brendan. Well, that just shows you how bad the 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 current crop of possible. Uh, but you're telling me in the past been. six 
years there's not anybody that's available oh i yeah a tia would have been great we we wanted tia to be the bachelorette they she didn't give it drag. to her she was such a drip with colton but you know well Col- well colton was a drip um okay here we go we're just gonna we have to narrow it down to our, our final two i'm gonna narrow it down to 2.0 at shelly 2.0 what do we do to deserve a love triangle between a girl and two guys who sang john mayer covers and Britt paulson at beer it quote poor claire she's gonna be 50 by the time they find her someone my mom 50 or john mayer rob uh two john mayers brendan john mayer i'm gonna go john mayer anna i'm gonna go with poor claire all right, Katie, poor John Claire. Mayer. John, John Mayer. Mayer. All right, John Mayer it is. To Shell 2.0 at Shelly 2.0. Gravity. Oh, my God. Can I, can I read a special mention tweet that really made me laugh? Yeah. From Jizzy Lizzie at Jizzy Lizzie Raps. She wrote, all they do is talk about A Star is Born. Did anyone from ABC actually watch that movie? Like, till the end? <laughs> that was great. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I missed true. that one. I missed that quote. That's that it. Movie, is dark. <laughs> yeah, till the end. Ooh, do we want till the end or John Mayer? We'll keep it with John Mayer. We won't strip John Mayer of there. Uh, okay, you can like us on iTunes. You can leave us a review. Like us on Facebook. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for emailing us. Here's an email we just got from Lexi Rep. Uh, hi, Arden. I just pre-ordered your book. I can't wait for it to come out. Well, thank you, Lexi. I, you're in the running, and I appreciate you sending that in. Thanks for doing the Lord's work in these hard times. I love that you're going back and watching Juan Pablo's season. He sucks, but it was great TV. I myself cannot commit to re-watching that shit show, but I love reliving it through you and Lori, who has the best memory. Lori is an amazing savant. Side note, I watched Listen to Your Heart last night, and this may be the quarantine talking, but I think it's my favorite iteration so far. I felt like the people were a little more real than the regular Bachelor. Also, Chris Harrison comparing it to A Star is Born literally had me laughing so hard. Did they not watch the end of the movie? (laughs) Can't wait to hear your thoughts on the pod. I mean, I kept thinking that, Anna, too. I just kept thinking, like, I saw the end of the movie. I mean, what did you think? Yeah, I was like, I guess we're just going to ignore the fact that he had a drinking problem and was clearly not doing well and needed help, but that was kind of being ignored because he was an artist. I was like, okay, guess we're ignoring it all. Cool. Uh, We got got a really nice email from uh, Thrifty Green. Hi, Arden and crew. She sent in a receipt for her book. Uh, Thank you so much for ordering it. Cannot wait to read it. And she wrote, I'm in full support of the party at JJ's house. I will find a way to make it there. These left coast folks don't know what a real New England party is. Clams, Sam Adams, maple syrup. I'm getting horny already. Keep up the Lord's work, Abby Green. (laughs) Can I just say... How happy it makes me that the word horny is like entered so many of our emails in the vernacular. Like, if nothing else in my life, I've put the word horny in as a regular mode of speech. Anna, how much does it please you to hear people talking about being horny? It's great. It's actually hurt me as well because I've said things at work and then realized I can only say that on Will You Accept This Rose and should not say bone zone when I'm talking about people having sex. (laughs) All right, we'll do one more email. This is from Cynthia Shields, my favorite thing in the world right now. First, I would like to say I was so excited when I listened to the Almost Famous podcast and realized Arden was their guest for the episode. Arden was always one of my favorite people to see on the Chelsea Lately Roundtable and I love knowing she's a fellow Bachelor super fan and while I'm 
I'm totally straight. I happen to think Paget Brewster, Brewster is a goddess, and I love that she sucked into this madness too. I started listening to the podcast immediately, and I have now gone back to listen to Peter's entire season, as well as Colton and Hannah B's season. I've really enjoyed listening to the recaps of Juan Pablo's season. Oh, just I love listening to your podcast. Thanks for bringing joy in difficult times. Thank you for making me laugh hysterically on a regular basis when it's kind of hard to find the funny in the world these days. Well, I so appreciate you listening at Cynthia Shields. Uh, she does think about him constantly saying it's okay. Somebody crying saying it's okay, it's okay. Well, we just appreciate you, Cynthia, and thank you for listening. Um, we also love it when people uh, like us on uh, iTunes or leave us nice reviews. We recently just got a great five-star review from Boo178, Better Than The Bachelor. Hello, this season of The Bachelor was so bad that I stopped watching, but I couldn't stay away from the Will You Accept This Rose crew. Their recaps are hilarious, even without watching. I never stop laughing and love each and every person to come through Arden's garage. Please listen to this podcast. You won't be let down. Oh, that's a nice one. Thank you so much, Boo178. I appreciate that. How much do you guys love our fans? They're the best. They're the best. Now, you guys do a lot of other podcasts. I, I might be biased, but we have the best fans. Am I right? The best. By far. We do yeah. have the best. We no, really like do. for reals. They're the it's, most dedicated, like, nicest fans ever. Because yeah. it's also like if this if this weird little lane of the highway is your cup of tea, it is a very specific lane. And if you like it, you really like it. And I love how loyal they are. You know, it's not for everybody. But if you get it, I think you really get it. And we appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for joining us on this journey. Rob, what do you have Arden. to plug? What do you have to plug? Arden, I mean, I'm just, uh, well, in the quarantine, I've been doing these uh, stage-its about every other week. I've been doing this uh, live stage-it playing my music. So it's my how own little people, listen to your heart. How do you, uh, how will people know when? Um, if you follow up? me, if you follow me on the Twitter at uh, Rob Benedict or Instagram at Ro Benedict, I usually say when I'm going to do it. I usually do it. Uh, every other Tuesday from my living room, just playing my songs. And yeah, that's it. Brendan, where can people find you? Uh, uh, At BlackSab67 on Twitter and of course, thebrandocast.com with links to all your favorite uh, podcast platforms. Got some great shows coming down. Uh, Greg Barron is up this week. The fabulous Jillian Vigman uh, on deck. And uh, some big uh, rock stars coming down the pike, too. So I'm pretty excited about that. And also, Rock Tales on Sirius Volume 106. I'm a co-host with Amit Zappa. Our interview with Steve Vai is up right now. And um, we're going to be every Thursday night on Sirius Volume 106. All those shows are great. You can find, listen to Brendan. We'll be with Anna and I breaking down Love is Blind on our Patreon. And uh, you can also pre-order your book. Little Miss Little Compton, wherever books are sold, I'm going to be picking a winner for the uh, for your upcoming millinery, your hat I'm going to mail out. Um, and you can send us the receipt at rosepodcast at gmail.com and follow me on Instagram. I, I, I lose a lot of 11-year-olds a day, the followers that are mad that I'm not posting photos of Debbie Ryan. So it's at Artemarine, A-R-D-E-N-M-Y-R-I-N. Anna, Katie, what do you have to promote? Uh, listen to this show, go to our Patreon, and uh, yeah, you can follow me at Anna Hosni on Twitter. Hey. 
make sure to uh, support small businesses and restaurants in your neighborhood. Go shop at them, follow them on social media, find ways to, to help them out. And I'm at KT underscore money on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you guys, we will be back. I believe Listen to Your Heart is only like five or six weeks. Uh, so we will be back every Wednesday. And then after that, we will resume with the Juan Pablo. We're not leaving you hanging in the quarantine. We are not leaving you hanging. Guys, how many proposals do you think we're going to get out of this? I say three. Rob. I, I don't want to be the bummer, but I'm going to say none. <laughs> but people don't have to get married. They can propose. Okay, I'll say one. Okay, Brendan. Yeah, two. I'm going to go with two, just, be, just to go between you guys. Anna? Tops. Oh, man. I would say... God, it doesn't feel like it, but maybe one. <laughs> proposals. They can break up quickly. All right, Katie, how many proposals? One or two. I feel kind of the same way. Well, first of all, it's like no couples yet, but it's hard to say. But maybe like two. Let's go two. All right, guys. Well, email us. We hope to stay safe out there. Stay inside. Have a good time. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye, Thank guys. You. Accept this rose. Oh, you accept this rose into your world. Oh, oh, oh. you accept this rose into your Except This Rose is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV... This is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts 
Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.